struggling with her identity. You know, let's talk about identity. Once someone says to you, who do you identify with in your life? Is, do you identify with your mother, your father? What characteristics do you take? Do you take from it from both parents or do you take it from your siblings? Who in your family do you identify with? Now, for me, it was both parents at different times. So when I was little, I identified with my father. From the time that I was a little girl to a teenager to a young adult before he passed. It was a part of my life that when I looked at him, I looked at a man who I was inspired by. He was the type of man that any little girl would ever dream of having for a father. He was a consummate father. He used to make my holidays brighter. He would find a way to put a smile on my face when I was feeling depressed. He would find a way to wipe away the tears. And when I got older, he would find a way to comfort me. That I had no friends, nobody to turn to. I didn't go out anywhere. He felt empathy. He also felt you need some type of laughter. Put a smile on your face. Because I have a hard time in terms of pictures. You know, when someone says, can I take a picture of you? I'm camera shy. I shouldn't be, but I am. It's always been like that. Maybe when I was a little girl, it didn't bother me as much. Because when you're a child, you get included into the photo albums in your family. And when you get to be a certain age, that's when you start worrying about how you look on the outside. Now, I've told all of you. I've told all of you that it shouldn't matter what you look like on the outside. Well, your true beauty comes from within. Your true beauty comes from within. What do I mean by that? Well, think about it. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? People have told you that. If you start nitpicking at a person, I don't like the way you do your hair. I don't like that you don't have makeup on. I don't like the way you dress. You're you're attacking that person because of how they look. And in all honesty, why do you do that? Do you want them to change? Because I believe that if you want to change, you yourself have that decision to do that for yourself. You don't do it for anybody. You don't do it to make someone happy. If someone says to you, I like the way you are now. I like you as you are. You don't have to change for me. But if you want to change, be my guest, right? See, women take pride of their appearance. Now, I was growing up, I didn't want to be like the other girls in school. I wanted to be my own person, and I was. I stood out, I was different, I was unique, okay? I stood out. I didn't care about, I mean, I didn't care about my appearance, but not to the point of, you go to school and these young women, these young girls, look at me, I am dressed in designer clothes, I have a designer bag, I have... Uh, the fancy jewelry and this and that. You think I care? I'm comfortable in my own skin. Don't try to change me. Then they used to look at me. It used to be back in the day when there would be the labeling would call it. Oh, look at her. She's She comes from poor. Yeah, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. I don't go around 
attacking people, judging them, criticizing them, nitpicking at every little thing. Because when you start to do that now in your teen years, I can imagine what you're going to be like as an adult, attacking people. Do you realize that when you do that, that's hurtful to someone? Shame on you. You're like bullying someone. You think, okay, we're grown-ups now. We're past the bullying stage. Well, guess again. People do it in the most conspicuous places. They do it at work. They attack people at work. They attack people in school. They attack people everywhere and anywhere. Shame on you. And if your parents could see you now, if they knew of how you treated other people, I'm telling you, they wouldn't like it. They would have a little talk with you on how you should treat people. So I looked at my father. When I identify with my father in a time where I admired everything he did and what he stood for, he was the type of man that just knew how to make things better. For me, he saw the sadness in my eyes. He said, I don't want to see you cry. I want you to be happy. I want you to go out there with confidence. I want you to go out there and be strong. Don't let anyone or anything talk down to you. See, when he was here on earth, he was my hero. He was the one man that made it easier for me to continue on with life. There were thoughts when I said to myself, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore because I don't like the idea of someone attacking me, my character, my name, the way I am, my feelings, my emotions, right? But my father, again, was never phased in the way he saw it in everyday life because he says, I don't like it when men, young men, old men, anyone in between, attack women. You got somebody in your life that you truly love. So now you put her up on a pedestal and you make her feel special. Then when you really get to know her and when you're in so deep into the relationship, then you start attacking her. Why? Why do you do that? Why do you attack? You know, because women are sensitive, you know. You attack them. I don't like the way you look. I don't like your hairstyle. I don't like your clothes. You should wear more makeup. It's like enough already. If you cannot accept me as I am, walk away from me. Walk away. I don't need to change. See, right now, as I'm talking to all of you, I am in my comfortable clothes. You know, because it's, it's late over here. It's almost 9 o'clock over here. I'm comfortable. I have nobody to impress. Now, I see, if you ever see in the movies... Okay, you think, okay, like on television shows or movies, whatever, everyone's all dressed up. They're dressed up in suits or they're dressed up in, you know, nice fancy dresses. And of course, if you're entertaining people, yes, you would get dressed up to make a good impression. If you're by yourself, you're comfortable in your own skin, right? So my father and mother always put on appearances whenever they went out, you know, and they push, push that upon ourselves. Make an appearance when you go out there. First impressions make a difference, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you can get by with a second or third impression. Sometimes the first impression, you can try to impress upon people. Well, why are you trying though? What do I need to do to impress upon you? If I'm myself and I am the way I am, why won't you accept me as I am? Why won't you accept me? I'm having a hard time living in this world and still being stared at. And I tell them my name. I show them my identification. And I'm still getting questioned. 
and it bothers me. How long have I been on here? And you're still questioning this? It's not as if I moved from one country and came over here. I could understand that. I've been living here for so long. Now, the one thing I want to do is turn the tables and just go someplace else. I bet you, and all of you out there, if you go into another part of the world, another country altogether, you will not get stared at. You will not get looked at. You will not get talked about. You will not get attacked. They will accept you as you are. They may say, hi, how are you? That's it. That's as far as it goes. You don't have to go out there and give information. You don't have to do that. But there are people that just don't like you. There's something about you that you they don't like, so they try to change you. My mother said, then you really shouldn't be around those people. You should do what makes you happy. You should give yourself... Um, you know, hold your head up high. Who cares what other people think? Let them talk. Let them do all those things. Let, let them, let them be jealous of you. And I think there are people that are jealous of me. I know back in the day, in my early adult years, women were jealous of me. I don't know why. Why? Because I had a beautiful name? Yeah, okay, I was blessed enough to be named after my grandmother. Okay. So what was it that you 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 were jealous of me? I didn't really have much of anything. Now let me ask all of you gentlemen out there. You care to comment? We can get into a discussion about this. What's the first thing you look at when you look at a woman? What's the first thing that attracts you to a woman? And I want all of you to be honest. Because many men's views of women, of what they want versus what they don't want, are a lot different. If you go, say, over here, well, the men over here, I think, are very shallow. They only want a woman with good looks and a great body. Well, it's a fantasy woman. And fantasy women, I wouldn't want to be around because guess what? All they care about is how they look. That's all they care about. They don't care about anybody but themselves. So you wouldn't want to have a woman like that. You want someone who is independent, who's strong, can take care of herself, but at the same time is a kind, funny, sweet, compassionate woman who gives from her heart. A woman who knows how to take care of her man, who knows how to be with a man. Again, my mother and father, here's an example that the both of them found in each other. My father worshiped and adored my mother to the first time that they laid eyes on her. And my mother, again, she wasn't really looking, but she found in my father a man that would treat her well, that would accept her as she is, and nothing more. They had a great life. He made her laugh, he took her places. He was a very good man. Her family adored him, and of course, his family was another story. I still don't understand. How can you not love my mother? That's why my mother, I think, when they used to, because she told me about this. She goes, I never got along with your father's family. She didn't like his younger sister. She, she only, the only person I think she liked was his brother and his other sister. The younger sister, they had a falling out of some sort. And I've always wondered about that. 
And I said to myself, well, okay, well, not everyone's gonna like you. That's a given. Not everyone's gonna like you. Not everyone's gonna, you know, be around you. Not everyone's gonna want to be near you. Now, if I look at myself, again, I'm a loner. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone in this world. I don't have a friend. People will call me up and they'll, I can hear people in the background. And I'm envious of that. When you call me up, what do you hear? The sound of the television? The sound of the cat? That's about it. You don't hear anything else. I look at someone for guidance. And I look at someone for inspiration. I look at myself and think, what can I give to, to the people? You know, a lot of people say, I want to be your friend. But they don't tell you why. See, I question why people want to be my friend. All of a sudden, we don't know each other. We make small talk and now you want to be my friend? But why? I will tell you one thing, all of you. I am comfortable in my own skin. But I will tell you one thing. I don't like it if I look back to a time where I never got invited to go anywhere. I never got invited to a party. I never got invited to any kind of a celebration. The holidays came along. I never got dressed up to celebrate the holidays. I was one of those people that was someone that they want to invite. They probably thought, oh, well, if we invite her, she's going to bring us down. I kept to myself. And when I was at work, the same thing. Nobody wanted to go out for lunch. Nobody wanted to approach me. Either they were too afraid to approach me, they were afraid they may have said something, or I don't know. The only person that actually does care, the only person that really cares, that did care, were my mother and father. They never judged, they never criticized. They always made me feel special. My father, again, I identify with more than my mother, but my mother too, later in life. After my father passed away, I would come home and I would cry. And she'd say, why are you crying? Because I don't have anybody. I don't have friends. I don't have anybody I can go out with and talk with. She felt bad for me. And she would try to make up for it by... She would try to make up for it by, let's go out. Let's go out somewhere. You know, let's spend that time together. Or we would play our Saturday night game, card game. Because my mother would try to cheer me up as much as she could. Now that I'm totally alone, now she sees the pain that I'm in. My life is boring. But this is why I'm getting into this story over here. Let me do part one of this story, because I need to go. But remember, beauty's only skin deep. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So remember that. God bless all of you. Take care.